In today's show, we look ahead to Wednesday in the NBA. Some streaming options for Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Let's look ahead to Wednesday in the NBA. How are we going to stream? There's six games on, so it's obviously a lot bloody easier than it was on Tuesday with just the 12 game, well, with massive 12 games on. So our next four days are our real streaming targets, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They're our stream days because uh, Sunday's got 15 on, and it's going to be really tough to pick out those guys. It's going to be dropping and adding specifically, sorry, microphone, um, specifically for what categories you need. So we're really looking to gain that extra game advantage across the next four days starting with Wednesday. So, warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) Yahoo Points Leagues. Who are we looking at in this one? Well, there are quite a few Oklahoma City Thunder players who are available in over 50% of leagues. And you should be looking at these guys. Now, there is weird stuff going on right across the league with injuries. I cannot believe that TJ McConnell is back. I, I cannot believe they're bringing him back just to play a couple of minutes in three games. It's bonkers to me. I can't actually believe that the Orlando Magic brought Jalen Suggs back. I can't believe that Franz Wagner is playing today. Cade Cunningham's off the injury report. I don't really know what's what's going. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But weird stuff is going to happen, and we've got to pay attention to how all that um, plays out. I say that in saying, yeah, that was a preamble for my brain going, hey, um, I don't really think Trey Mann's going to play the rest of the season. But who knows? Like, random shit is happening all over the place. So maybe Trey Mann does return. He's out on Tuesday. Maybe he's back. Regardless, Alexei Pokashevsky, Isaiah Roby, Teo Maladon, all of these guys have some pretty strong value, and they're widely available to be streamed in. Isaiah Hartenstein's a really good option for the Clippers. There's always the Ty Lue risk that he plays 15 minutes and Zubats plays 33, but we have seen him get 20-plus in like six of his last seven, I think it is and really outperforms Zubats in majority of those games. So Hartenstein has some pretty strong value here. Obert Toppin, I'm not really worried about his playing time. I don't want to hear any more about Obi-Wan. He's starting, so that means 35 to 40 minutes. Julius Randle isn't coming back, so Toppin is a very, like, he's a must-roster player. Uh, Ish Smith, again, Unsold has dicked us over plenty of times with the point guards. How Neto will start and play more minutes, then Smith will play more minutes, then Neto coming off the bench, and then Sadoransky will start, and Sadoransky will play more minutes, and now Smith's getting more minutes coming off the bench. Does Smith start next game? I don't know. Does Smith play 15 minutes, or does he play 30 minutes? I don't know. But it's been two games in a row where Ish has put up some pretty solid numbers, and that makes him at least a target for us. Killian Hayes, Corey Joseph's out again, resting. Can he get uh, baratheon I'm not... Um, So Hayes has been putting up some really strong numbers. I don't think he should be sitting anywhere. Neither should Reggie Bullock, whose minutes have been sky high. 
Yes, he will have some iffy production nights and poor shooting nights for sure, but he is a guy that we have to be looking at as someone that should be on a roster. DeAndre Hunter's like 56% available. Um, obviously, he has had some issues this season with a lot of things, but with Gallinari maybe not playing, Bogdanovich also uh, in doubt for Tuesday's game. They got the back-to-back. Yeah, Hunter's going to be an option for us. Of course, he could always just sit down on Wednesday as well. Then Marcus Morrison is around. Yes, he has been iffy at times as well. But when we've got six games on and Marcus Morris is sitting on your waiver wire, I'd be more than happy to take that crack at him. For ESPN leagues, some of the same names there with Roby and Pokushevsky. But Bruce Brown's available over on ESPN. So he absolutely is an option for us. Um, he is playing in today's game. So we assume he will be right to play Wednesday. Emmanuel Quickly is available. He should not be available either. So go and grab him. He's like 70% plus available. All of these guys are over 70% on ESPN. Hartenstein, Smith, Bullock, Top, and Maladon we spoke about already. Alex Caruso, another guy who, yes, he underwhelms plenty of times. But Levine is likely not to play Tuesday, so he probably comes back Wednesday, but maybe doesn't. We'll see how his knee is. Caruso's role is relatively secure, like a 25 to 32 minute a night role. So I guess it's sort of secure in terms of that much playing time. But he is still not a bad option to take a look at when we're looking at players to stream in for ESPN points leagues. But it's an exciting time in today's show because I'm going to welcome a new sponsor to the Locked On family, and that is Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that gives you the features of 200 bucks sunnies for a fraction of that price. And that means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something that you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's insane protection program. Shady Ray's includes lost and broken protection on every pair. Wow. Is that right? They'll send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. What? Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. Is this... It's as simple as that. Is that real? I just lose my sonnies, and they send me a new pair. Shady Ray, my guy. Um, plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays exclusively for our listeners. Head to ShadyRays.com and use the code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for their best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. Shady Rays, get around them. This is good category leagues. What are we streaming in for the points category here to start things off? Obi Top and Reggie Bullock. Like these are both 20 plus point upside players. Very easy options to stream in for points. Even the big fella Rui Hachimura is someone we should look at with Kyle Kuzma's availability in doubt still. Um, Rui is probably going to start. Now Rui could have a zero point game as we saw not that long ago. Or he could have a 24 pointer on 80% shooting. But the upside to score is there. Kiss but also... Has absolutely not been lacking for minutes and shots. They just haven't really gone in, but we love the opportunity. And I'm going to say the same thing when I talk about Paddy Mills. In fact, I'll just do it now. He's been dreadful for three months. But there's always like there's always the points pop-off potential there for Millsy. With Dragic out, he'll have to play some more minutes. So there's always that potential for that to have him have a night where something actually goes in and the numbers come up. Dwight Powell has put up a couple 20-point games recently, which is pretty weird for Dwight Powell. Especially if Kleber is out, I'd look for Powell's minutes to push up, so keep, keep an eye on that one. Aaron Wiggins is a scoring option for us. Kelly Olenek with Bagley and with Grant out. Now, I think they will start Livers and Olenek can come off the bench, but Kelly can have 14 or 15 very easily in just 18 minutes. 
The Duck Luke Kennard is a bit all over the place with playing time, especially with Paul George back. It has hurt him, but he's an interesting guy there. And then Isaiah Livers, who I imagine will get the start in place of Grant, in place of Bagley, and will get opportunities to be at least a double-digit scorer. So I think Livers is someone we can take a look at. For three-pointers, Bullock, absolutely. Teo Maladon, he's going to get a lot of minutes and some shots. He's not always the most reliable bloke out there, but volume will come. Kispert, maybe one, one day it clicks, maybe. Kevin Hurd is available in 50% of leagues. wouldn't say he's an exciting option because he's so up and down, but there is 20.63 potential there for Herder. Cameron Johnson will probably go back to a smaller role with Crowder in that back. So I expect him to... Look, that's even if he plays, because they have a back-to-back here as well, and he's coming off that quad injury, but he could be an option for us. Pat Mills, we already spoke about. Dorian Finney-Smith, tons of minutes. Not reliable as a scorer necessarily, but yeah, how often have we seen a Dorian Finney-Smith line? Like 11 points, 7 rebounds, 3 triples, which doesn't look great. You know, 11 and 7 is all right, but the three threes, that's where the value comes in. Lukey Kennard, yeah, obvious. Davis Bertans, not going to get 30 minutes, not going to play 20 minutes, but could hit three threes in 12 minutes very easily. And then you've got Pokyshevsky, who is probably going to have a lot of the ball in his hands and play a lot of minutes. And I do like it. Look, he might shoot 11%, but he might go three of, you know, three of 15 or something from out there. So I'm not, I know that doesn't equal out to 11%. Rebounds. Hassan Whiteside. JaVale McGee, these are backup bigs, so there's they, they can be double digits in small minutes, but there's some risk there. Um, Dwight Powell, not the best rebounder, but his minutes have the ability to be higher there, and Obi Toppin's going to get a lot of playing time. So I do like them as really good rebound guys. I think Isaiah Livers is a pretty good rebound option, given the minutes that I expect him to get. And then the locksmith, Braxton Key. That's more of a deeper league one, but I don't hate it streaming in for 12 or 14-team leagues. Anyeka Okongwu, another backup big. Daniel Tyus, bit of an upside there because he might play 27. Um, Paddy Williams has had some nice double-digit rebounding games, and he's playing close to 30 minutes a night. It is a back-to-back for him, so just watch that one, but I think you'll be fine. And then Reggie Bullock, we get a little bit lower there in rebound numbers. Assists, it's not great. Ishmith is the one. That's the one you want. And then after that, it gets iffy. We've got Campaign or Ayo Sunmu, whose value is a bit up and down, especially if Levine does play. Sadoransky is another pretty good assists option there for Washington. Um, and then, yeah, not much. Alinek, Lou Williams, DeLon Wright, perhaps. Luke Kennard, Peyton Pritchard, and uh, the locksmith again, Braxton Key. But as you see, after Sadoransky, it's really dart throw type territory to see which guy we would... Um, actually end up going for. Just word coming in here that Evan Mobley will be um, continue to be evaluated ahead of the next game Friday. So uh, yeah, he might not he might not be back until Friday. Keep that in mind. For steals, Dillon Wright, Pat Williams. I, I really like those two for steals. They can easily get uh, double, I'll say double digits. That's not true. Two steals is what I meant to say. Double one. So they can be options. Reggie Bullock, Isaiah Livers. Is Smith's a good steals upside player? Uh, Nico Batum, the locksmith, Braxton Key. Joshy Green's a good steals guy. He's got like a 17 to 18 minute a night rotation role. Olenek and Hachimura. But really, you want to concentrate your value up in DeLon Wright and Pat Williams when you're looking for blocks. But when you're looking for a delicious protein bar, there's only one place to go. That's not to Patrick Williams. It's not to DeLon Wright. It's to Bilt Bar. Because Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Now... I know I talk about Built Bar all the time, and some of you think that, that I'm, I'm talking shit. 
oh, he, they can't possibly be that good. But those of you who have tried them, you know. In fact, story time. Someone here doing some gardening work at my house. He knows who he is. And he was out and I go, hey, mate, do you want a built bar? And he goes, mate, you talk about these on the podcast all the time. So I'm going to try one. Gave him a built bar and he goes, you know what? They're actually pretty bloody good. And they are. They just taste like a candy bar, but they are low in calories, low in fat, low in sugar, low in carbs, and high in protein. What a combination. So go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you will save yourself 15% off your order of built bars. Built bar is built different. Let's look at blocks. Hassan Whiteside right at the top of this list. Yep, obvious. Backup center. Um, might play more minutes if weird stuff goes on with the rotations or if they sit, go bare. Who knows what they do? Anything can happen at any point during this week. So he's an option. Okongwu, Claxton, McGee. These are all those high block rate centers playing low minutes. But three blocks is always a possibility. Grant Williams and Daniel Tice, less so. But still, their minutes are going to push up, which gives them value. Dan Gafford, you can probably put him with the Okongwu Claxton group, who can have three blocks in 17. And then it gets a little bit rougher. Toppin's not a good shot blocker, but the minutes might push him to one or two blocks. Jericho Sims in low minutes is a pretty good shot blocker. And Paddy Williams has been putting up some really good block numbers in the last couple of games. For field goal percentage, we look at Powell, Okongwu, and Gafford. McGee, Claxton, Whiteside. They're all pretty good field goal percentage influences, I think, in yeah, what's available off the wire. After that, we go to Daniel Tice. We go to uh, Anthony Gill. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> uh, Jericho Sims can also be an influencer there, 70% guy. And Marquise Chris, if he happens to play, he can be a decent field goal percentage player. For free throw percentage, it's less interesting. Grant Williams, Davis Bertans, Reggie Bullock. Bullock's a good one there. Um, Kennard, Kobe White, good one as well. Kispert, Dillon Wright, Dwight Powell, Peyton Pritchard, and old mate Lindy Waters the third. In terms of streamers, the only Wednesday-Thursday combination is the Boston Celtics. So Grant Williams, Daniel Tice, Peyton Pritchard, Derek White. These are the guys you've got to be looking at to try and get those two games. Um, yeah, their rotation is pretty thin, so it's probably just those four players who are available. And yeah, if you tried an Aaron Neesmith, he might not even get in the game. But those other four guys, there is a little bit of value in getting them. In terms of where we currently sit with the injury status of these guys, um, we need to check on Maxi Kleber. Um, the, so the Pistons have got a back-to-back. -back. So Corey Joseph, Marvin Bagley, Kelly Linick. I don't expect those... Or Kelly Linick's out Tuesday. I expect Linick to play Wednesday. I don't expect Joseph or Bagley to play. Um, that's for the Pistons. Seth Curry's out. We don't expect him to return this regular season. Goran Dragic is out for protocols. He won't play most likely. Um, for the Wizards, Kuzma's the one to check on there. And then... For the Hawks, you've got Gallinari and Bogdanovich, um, who are questionable for Tuesday's game, so we've got to watch their statuses. For the, the Bulls, Levine is unlikely to play Tuesday, so I'd expect that he plays on um, on Wednesday, but we need to watch that one, of course. Trey Mann for the Thunder, he is out on Tuesday. I don't expect him to play, but who knows. While um, Booker, Aiton, Crowder, those guys are off the injury report for the Sun, so they should be ready to go, and that... We'll do it for us today, guys. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.